multiple assault allegations on separate occasions, including two that led to criminal charges. This is not the first time this summer the DPD has had to hold an officer accountable. Detroit police commissioners are currently looking at the department's policies and protocols after another officer was suspended for hitting and injuring a 70-year-old man recently. I want to get with my colleagues. I want to see that we do the right thing and review this case thoroughly. Detroit Police Commissioner Willie Burton says situations with officers suspended for hitting someone are disappointing. A 22-year-old man is now charged with murder and witness intimidation in the shooting death of a man in Howell last month. Reese Hammy was arraigned and is being held without bond. He allegedly shot and killed a 20-year-old black man who was found just after midnight on August 11th near the intersection of West and Railroad Street. Police have arrested a man accused of running over his ex-girlfriend and then assaulting her. Michigan State Police were called to the area of Wyoming and Cloverdale and found the victim. She said she was struck by the 25-year-old man and then choked by the suspect until she passed out. The suspect was arrested and is at the Oakland County Jail while charges are being considered. War issuing its first counteroffer to the United Auto Workers in contract talks, and UAW President Sean Fain calls it insulting. GM appears to be open to ending the tiered wage system, but is proposing a 10% raise for hourly workers instead of the 46% the UAW wants. The contract with the three Detroit automakers expires at 11.59 p.m. on September 14th, and Fain has threatened to strike all of them at once if needed. The Michigan State Board of Trustees has approved a motion to ban concealed weapons on their property. The ban was approved by a 5-2 vote and only affects members of the public who have a concealed carry permit. The university already had a policy banning MSU students and employees from having a weapon. A student group advocated for the change, but Vice Chair Dan Kelly voted against the measure. He said the change only applies to law-abiding citizens and goes against Michigan state law. A former Detroit school that has been closed for years has reopened as a community center called The Union. Executive Director Nicole Wilson and her husband Jason have rehabbed the school on Oakman Boulevard and says most students have had their grades improve without needing tutoring after they came through the program. That right there shows you the power of just letting a boy uh, have the freedom to feel, to be human, to express the things that are troubling him. And he's not weak just because he's feeling sadness or depression. The second floor of the building is used to help boys manage and master their emotions. So uh, mastered by my emotions, then I will rule over them. There's a 700-person waitlist to take part in the program. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. It's Media Suicide with your host, Eric Jackson. Give yourselves a round of applause. <clears throat> Excuse me. Give yourselves a round of applause. Okay, if you have work, just do it lightly. Because you woke up this morning. And through his grace, okay, and for those who believe. Through his grace, you woke up this morning. Because he did do that. It's Media Suicide with your host, Eric Jackson. How are you today? And let me say, the comments made by Media Suicide is not the comments made by Spotify or any of its affiliates on this here platform. They are solely made by the host of Media Suicide. I just want to plug that in. Okay. We don't want anybody to get any wrong impressions. <laughs> now, 
Here we are on this Monday. This morning I had I read my email. I had a flood of news. I think people are just sending me stories now. Um one thing about when you do these podcasts and excuse me, uh, where it gets around and um, before you know it um, I had a flood of emails a flood of emails I don't need this paper here so just throw this now uh, I got a lot of emails about Coach Tucker it's crazy Coach Tucker is the uh, coach of Michigan State I'm like come on man what the hell are you doing? Why are you thinking with your head instead of using your real head? <laughs> Come on, man. You know, you can't, you know, you know what? Listen, you gotta, you gotta leave these females alone, man. You know, just let them, let them live, let them walk. Okay. I know sometimes the clothes can be misleading and you know, just, you know, listen, you cannot mess with anybody and expect to get away with it. You can't do that. You can't, you know, so the news came out this morning that he was, um, he's in trouble for this sexual, you know, this sexual thing, man, this, um, sexual stories man you know with celebrities and stuff you know listen you know you're a celebrity don't do no stupid shit don't do no stupid shit just don't do it I don't care if everything popped out just you know turn and walk away you're a celebrity so two years ago one of the nation's star college football coaches and prominent rape survivor teamed up to fight the culture of sexual violence in sports. Um, accused of Mel Tucker, the head football coach at Michigan State University, is one of the highest paid coaches in all sports, which I did not know that. Accusing him is Brenda Tracy, uh, a rape survivor who has made educating athletes about sexual uh, violence in her life's work. Over eight months, they developed a professional relationship, centered on her advocacy work. Tucker invited Tracy to campus three times, um, twice to speak to his players and staff, and wants to be recognized as an honorary captain at the team's spring football game. But their relationship was appended during a phone call on uh, April the 28th of last year, 2022. Uh, Tracy says in a complaint she filed with the university uh, Title VI office, in December that remains under investigation. Under investigation. Man, this is... You know what? The, the team is doing so well under his direction. He, he drives a very good hardcore uh, team over there. You can tell. He sure sweats a lot. His head is always shiny, full of sweat. Like somebody took some water just poured in his face. Okay, go out there. <laughs> Uh, according to her complaint, Tracy said uh, 
Tracy sat frozen for uh, several minutes while Tucker has made comments about her and masturbated. Uh, his violation, she said, uh, reopened 25 years of old wounds from her weight, uh, from her rape by four men. Oh, that's gross. That's must, you know, uh, okay. Uh, two Oregon State University football players, a junior college player, and a high school recruit. Uh, she says, the idea that someone could uh, know me and say that uh, they understand my trauma, but when they reinflict that trauma on me, it's so disgusting to me. It's hard for me to even wrap my mind around it, she says. Uh, she told USA Today. It's like he sought me out just to betray me. <sighs> That's just sad. Um, it, it's just, it's, you see, I can't even get it out. Uh, Tucker, who signed uh, one of the most uh, lucrative contracts in college sports history two years ago, could lose out on the roughly 80 million he is old if Michigan State fires him for cause of this situation which would be stunning uh, from the elite ranks of colleges or colleagues coaches so you know he um, wow wow this your whole career is down the drain my friend you can't go around you can't do this man you know you, know, you got to leave women alone just you know what i mean let leave everybody alone that's just the way it is control your urges control yourself and for heaven's sakes please don't uh don't get to the point where you are have to go to prison you're doing something stupid you gotta think So, ladies and gentlemen, put your seatbelt on. Remember, I always uh, tell you to take your seatbelt off and then snap it back on, right? Stay safe, right? Okay, so watch this story. Okay. Uh, Louise Turpin and her husband kept uh, 13 children prisoner for the majority of their lives, feeding them once a day, bathing them once a year, and now the couple faces life in prison. Louise Turpin uh, currently sits in a California jail. The 50-year-old mother and wife was sentenced to life in prison in February 2019 uh, together with her husband, David Louise Turpin. Um, secretly kept 13 uh, children in captivity for years. And they say possibly even decades, right? What's a decade? 10 years? 20 years? 10 years? Uh, some of the children were so isolated from society that they barely knew what medicine or police were upon finally being uh, rescued from their uh, false imprisonment after one child managed to escape and alert police in January 2018. Uh, the children weren't allowed to eat uh, more than one meal, which led to their malnourishment so bad that Louise's eldest a 29-year-old woman uh, weighed a mere 82 pounds when she was saved. 82 pounds. Okay. That's the bone showing. And Additionally, Louise Turpin uh, didn't leave her children, uh, 
didn't let her children shower more than one time per year. One time per year. Uh, after that 17-year-old daughter ran off and managed to use a cell phone to call police, Louise Turpin and her husband were quickly arrested with the fate of long, lifelong imprisonment looming over their heads, likely to be handed down on a sentencing date of uh, April 19th, 2019. 2019. You hold your own kids captive and don't feed them. You give them a bath for only one year? You let them take a bath? You starve them out. Your own children. Your own children. The chemtrails are working, ladies and gentlemen. The chemtrails are working. <laughs> oh, man. The chemtrails are working. So, uh, yeah, this is some of the emails that I received early this morning. You know, they were like high alert emails. And, uh, you know, they, they, they're sending it to me like, look at this, you know, look at this story, you know, put the, look at this story when I read it, like, wow. And then I heard it this morning uh, over the radio, too. So uh, I have another story for you, too, uh, which I'm looking now. Um, but anyway, how, how was your day going? How are you? How was your morning? Are you sipping your coffee or your tea right now as we speak? Uh, I was Sunday. I was Saturday. I started to do a weekend show Saturday, but uh, I was uh, doing a recording. And uh, that pretty much uh, changed my whole plans. Um, I do record music. I like to sing, so... So here's another story. Uh, put your seatbelt on now. This, this, these kind of incidents. What has it been so far? About ten years now, maybe fifteen years. Uh, you cannot leave your child in a hot car. So, an eighteen-year-old from uh, Nantucket is being called a hero for his quick thinking that could uh, have saved a child's life. Um, an 18-year-old, uh, okay, I don't know, it okay. Uh, Alex Torres was bowling with his friends at a Bass Pro Shop for a friend's birthday. Uh, while he was outside, his friend spotted a child locked in a car, banging on, uh, banging on the car window and sweating. Police say that they got the call just before 5 p.m. Wednesday uh, but before they could even respond, Torres uh, put his arm through the car window, setting the child free. At just one time, boom, it shattered. The kid is out of the car and everybody is good, Torres said. Um, he left for the hospital uh, where he received 16 stitches in his arm. So I guess when he bust the window, he cut his arm um, and now he has to get stitches. Uh, he says, I'm blessed to be here. Uh, God brought me here just to save that young lady. Uh, Torres said, uh, police arrested the operator of the car. Uh, Rebecca, 
Montos, a bridge, uh, a Bridgeport, charging him with the risk of injury to a minor, first degree reckless endangerment, and more. Wow. So, uh, and they're reminding people you cannot leave a child by itself in a car with the windows rolled up in the summertime. It's 90 degrees. Um, he says uh, days where temperatures were climbing over 90. Uh, internal temperatures in the car climb over 110 degrees. So um, that car, you know, a car is like an oven. I don't know if you ever sat inside of a really hot car, but it's like an oven in there. You can't breathe. Uh, they, uh, he says any amount of time for a child in a locked car like that is too long. Kamali said, uh, Taurus isn't calling himself a hero, but he does expect a scar and with a good story to tell. So that was cool. You know, that was cool. Okay, now I got a whole bunch of other stuff that came through. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to Okay? So how are you out there uh, as far as your, your job? Uh, you know, General Motors... Wow. You know, um, look, I want to say something to the people of General Motors. I want to say this. Listen, listen closely. You do know that they're going to put robots in those factories pretty soon. Uh, I think this is really going to force them to do that. Uh if I were you, because the automakers are seasonal and you know, if people aren't buying cars, if, uh, if the market is not moving like it should be moving, so that slows production. You know, I think that, and I have an answer for all this. Number one, you should never, ever repo someone's car. Let me say that again. You should never ever repo somebody's car. And here are the reasons. Number one, you want to treat them like a client. A car is an investment to them. It is also number two, part of the family because you use your car to run errands, you take the kids to school or uh, for those who have children, uh, you do many things in your vehicle. You have to have transportation. That's just plain and simple. Number three, you treat the person as a client and what you do is you encourage them to get another car. You encourage them to get another car. So you have this car. He said, well, if we get this paid off, we'll put you in this. And listen, move the units, move the new cars. Because now you have a backup, don't you? I've seen and worked at what they call A lots and Z lots, you know, B lots. And they were just filled with vehicles. They're just sitting there, baking under the sun. No, put people in the cars. Put them in there. And they need to roll back a lot of this credit restriction too. Roll it back. 
Let it be so that anybody could drive the, the car of their dream. They can have the cars. And to the dealers and the owners and associations, don't you want to move those units? Don't you want to uh, move the units so that there is production on the assembly lines? It drives manufacturing. And don't forget, make the cars here. Make the cars here. But no one should get their vehicle repossessed because it discourages them to get another vehicle. You have people out here, they drive a Humpty. They say the hell with it. I'm not doing uh, car payments. I've done that. I say, you know, I'll drive this rusty Lincoln and I'll fix it up. And that's exactly what I did to the car too. I fixed it up, put tires on it. And listen, you got heat, windshield wipers, you don't have nothing to worry about and you had no car payment now that's how i looked at it at that time however i did end up getting a another car that i made up payments on i did pay it off and see i am now discouraged on getting another car because of this this thing with this credit thing you know auto companies should learn that people are not just families they're not just a liability treat that person as if the car is an asset to them like they're really going to own this car and you should have uh, offices set up or maybe the dealers could do it where you can coach them and find out what's going on why are you late on your payments see you want to treat them just like you do your investments Right, but you should never take the car. Never take the car, and then you let them know, hey, you paid this car off. We'll put you in this, guarantee. You put me in the Corvette, sure. We'll put you in that Corvette. We'll put you in whatever car you want to get. That's how you drive it. That's how you move the units. The dealers have a lot of cars in their lots that they cannot move because of these little credit restrictions. You're still treating people with bad credit bad. You gotta, you gotta just unloose the bolts, just unloose everything, and make everything open where 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 you can buy the things that you need. That's the key to it. The restrictions slow everything down. It is not the dollars that make the money, but it is the, the coins. That one little penny adds up to a million. If you keep on gathering enough pennies, before you know it, you have a million. But that's a lot of pennies. But that's what we're talking about. I don't know why I did that I guess you know but I, I had it on my mind for a long time because I always see a repo truck come by and and uh, I see people just they you know uh, I've had a car repo before I'm really I'll be transparent with you I've I've had a car repo before <laughs> you know so and it's just it's disheartening is you know it's it it tears up your life it changes things because now the car you had to go to get to work and all this now you don't have it and I'm not even going to go there on the story of, 
asking people for rides. I'm not even, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I've been fortunate to have uh, folks that did that, you know. But they need to do that with the auto companies. Uh, if you want to drive more innovation and more uh, production, you need to find a way to you to move the units. Treat the person as clients, not as a liability. Don't treat them like you owe me. Treat them like, okay, we're going to get you through this. Because we're going to put you in that new Durango. We're going to put you in another car. But let's help you get through this. You know, It's that kind of thing, you know. So go out. Um, I guess this probably be like a shorter podcast today I guess but go out and enjoy your day Uh, say hi to your neighbor if they don't say hi to you back it is not your problem it is theirs okay always always remember that it is not your problem it is theirs this is media suicide with your host Eric Jackson uh, on this great great Monday 2023 and you have a great 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 day we'll talk to you soon